Hey guys, Christian here. Before we begin today's episode, just wanted to give you guys a heads up. We had a few audio issues on our end. Uh, Devin's mic tends to crack from time to time, not as often as you think, but I wanted to give you guys a heads up if you're, you know, don't want to ruin your beautiful eardrums out there, but it will be fixed for our Green Knight review, which we'll be dropping next week. Very, very excited for that. Very excited. But just wanted to give you guys a heads up. So the show must go on. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood. I am your host, Christian, and I'm joined, as always, with my co-host, Devin, the man himself. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing M&M Nights. M&M Nights? M&M Night Shyamalan. M&M M&M Night Shyamalan's latest thriller, Old old so we're gonna be talking about some old people today but before we uh begin today's uh discussion today's show you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet and if you're a new or seasoned listener to the show we would love to hear from you guys follow us on instagram and twitter at film optics that is optics with an x so Devin, how does you just you recently had a birthday so how's it yeah, feel? It was a couple weeks ago. Couple weeks. How'd you? How'd you? Shopping for insurance. <laughs> oh, it's not fun. Hey, 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 look at him. He's going. Like Master Roshi is—is is he your favorite? What is your favorite? Like, not geezer character, but like, what is your favorite? Like grandpa, grandma, like character. If if, if you had to pick one, not from old. I mean Yoda, I guess. I yeah I guess but he he's lived so long it's like he's, he's definitely a geezer he's seen and done it all like literally <laughs> he has seen and done it all um I guess for speaking me of, speaking of old uh oh you're gonna give yours oh yeah yeah I was gonna say Uncle Iroh from Avatar Last Airbender mm, another well I'll get into that later anyway go ahead Devin <laughs> speaking of old did you see the new Cleveland baseball team name. I did. The Cleveland Guardians were here. See, I actually, I actually like the name, but I did not like the new logos. I like the name too. Um, at first, I was getting my hair cut today, and I was like, eh, "It's it's pretty basic." But the more I thought about it, it's like, I mean, what else are they going to use? Yeah, it fits with what they already had. Yeah, it really does. So, congratulations. Yeah! To the Cleveland Indians, <laughs> or I'm sorry, no, the Guardians, the Cleveland Guardians. At first, we had to change over from Jacob Field to Progressive Field, and we had to get rid of Chief Wahoo a while ago, so it was just the Red Sea. And you know, they, they kind of did it in uh in chunks. You know, you, you tackle one thing at a time. So they did it faster than the Washington Football Team. <laughs> okay, so I was actually when I went to go get my haircut today, we were talking about. What the Washington football team name is supposed to be because I think it's supposed to be the season that they're supposed to like, you know, do everything. So I wanted to ask you because I I I have a good one. But what would you name the Washington football team? I mean, it seems like they might just keep it Washington football team. That's that's seems so, like people like it. That's so bland. 
like, like Washington FC I've seen <laughs> football club the Washington Parliament <laughs> that's not mine by the way I was just thinking of some off the top of my head but mine personal favorite would be <laughs> the Washington Hamiltons <laughs> yes Owned by Disney, <laughs> mega corporation. The Washington Lin Manuels. The Lin Manuels. <laughs> the Alexander Hamiltons. Yes, the Washington Hamiltons. You, you can have the star logo with Lin Manuel, like, you know, pointing at the top. And then, like, towards the beginning of every single game, they can play, you know, not, not throwing away my shot, not throwing it away. It's all, it's all there. But um, yeah, congratulations to the Cleveland Guardians. Um, it is weird. Because it's like I I knew we all knew they were going to change it, and I was just kind of shifting through um, through uh, Instagram, and I was like, oh oh oh, like, I, I was today. hoping for the spiders. There could have been some cool stuff with Cleveland spiders. They really, they definitely could, and the um, the opening ceremonies for the Olympics in Tokyo. I mean, uh, Tokyo were today. You see that? Yes, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> I mean it's the Olympics. I don't. Do you watch the Olympics at all? No. I, I watched some parts. I So there was, and of course, before we get into the review, um, there was a um, there was a song list of like all these video game <laughs> like scores they were playing. They played like, um, oh my gosh, what was it? Uh, something from Kingdom Hearts and also something from, um, I believe, Legend of Zelda as well. Uh, let me see if I can find the list here really, really quick, but I could be wrong. But yeah, it was I saw there, I saw there was a new speed walking Olympic event. Is there really? It looks hilarious. You know what? Okay, so yeah, so they had like a Dragon Quest uh theme, Final Fantasy, uh Victory Fanfare, uh Monster Hunter, Kingdom Hearts, uh Chrono Trigger uh was in there a few times, Ace Combat, Soul Calibur, like Sonic the Hedgehog, like it's all there. Like there, there's others, but those are just a few that I kind of named, but yeah, man, it's, whew, man, oh man, it's, it's, it's been crazy. It, it's, it's, time is going so fast, Devin. And you know, we're, we're getting older and older by the year and uh, it's, it's something to start thinking about. Start, start taking, you know, don't take life for granted out there, but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, so are you, are you right? I, I, I was going to bring up something else and I can't remember what it, is now but i'm sure it'll come to me later on but anyway anyway um before we get into oh this that's what i wanted to ask you um no it left my mind again oh my gosh man oh oh, that was it okay so there was a uh (laughs) there was a tweet uh tweet that i found where uh they're talking about subtitles for movies and tv shows do you use subtitles um not usually okay i use them in games mostly you see i do the same thing i think we've had this discussion before but someone had brought it back up um earlier they're like well yeah like like they said that they um actually a lot of people i reached out to i was like do you guys put subtitles on for like you know when you're watching at home everyone's like yeah like leo does it amanda does it um i know jacob does it as well and i was like oh i I guess I'm the odd one out because I haven't done it in like, it's weirdly distracting. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's in your own language. But at the same time, I can kind of understand because like when, when I went to go see tenant, um, it was more, of it, it was just really, really weird. 
That's the exception. Because the sound mixing was like super, super bad. And I'm like, am I just getting older or is the sound mixing just that bad and that muffled? And I was like, well, maybe one of the two, but I think it's, I'm, I'm going to blame it on the sound mixing. <laughs> I'm not going to blame it on getting older, but uh, yeah. So let's dive into our old review right after this. What's happening to us? My daughter just turned six two weeks ago. Mom. Whatever's happening to us is happening very fast. You have wrinkles. There's something wrong with this beach. What's happening? Mom! 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 I'm scared! All right, and we are back. Devin, oh, Devin, let's start this review off with a little bit of information about the film uh, with a synopsis. And the synopsis is as follows, a thriller about a family on a tropical holiday who discover that the secluded beach where they they are uh, relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to rapidly age, reducing their entire lives into a single day directed by M night Shyamalan written by M night Shyamalan and stars. You guessed it. M night Shyamalan. Yes, biggest <laughs> role to date. Yes. Uh, Vicky uh, Cripps and Thomason McKenzie coming back for kind of a mid role in this one. But um, it, it seems on a, a, uh, <laughs> a Facebook discussion between our other friends, we are on opposite sides of this movie. Um, I don't know if it's polar opposites, but yeah, yeah, it yeah. Seems like you're, you're really low. It's pretty low for me. Um, but I, I will say this now. It was not a film that I like hated because I feel like using hate is a very, very strong word. So I was like, okay, um, let's just see. And like they were the acting and we'll, we'll get into that here in a bit, but I actually wanted to get your thoughts first, but no, I didn't hate it, but I feel like, yeah, there are, so I, it seems that you enjoyed it more than I did, but how much more? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I definitely was entertained throughout. Um, I wouldn't say it was great. Maybe not even good. But I don't think it was bad. Um, it kind of reminded me of like a twilight zone episode, just how it was all set up and the mystery behind all of it. Then yeah. Also the, the M night movie that it reminds me the most of is the visit. Did you ever see that one? I still have not. I, when it comes to M night Shyamalan, I'm very picky of what I watched from him ever since the avatar, the last airbender fiasco. Um, I enjoyed split. Uh, we both went to go see glass a few years ago and, that was his last movie before this one, but I hear his um his Apple TV Plus uh series, I think it's called The Servant. I hear that's actually really good. So it's like you never know what you're gonna get with him. Yeah, but he's, he's very divisive as a director. But I, I liked the visit and it was it reminds me of this. It's kind of like on the sillier, like funny side. Like there's a lot of jokes in it, and it yeah. you don't have to take it as seriously. I guess because he said it's labeled as a thriller and even through all of the, um, all of the, uh, trailers that, you know, leading up to it, you know, I got Candyman, I got the last duel. That was my first trailer. I was like, Oh, this looks amazing. So excited. Ben Affleck is so weird. Huh? 
Uh, I know. Ben Affleck is so weird. I know, right? I was like, what is... I was like, hold on. Is that... I was like, yeah, 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 that's Ben Affleck. I'm like, okay, I guess I guess that's what we're doing. But yeah, like, I got um, trailers like um, The Last Duel, Candyman, uh, that new... Malignant? It, yeah. Yeah, I got that one as well, um, as well as a uh, few it's, others. It's funny you bring up trailers, because I think the biggest issue for the movie for me was just how much the trailer gave away. Because this is, might be the like the biggest example of a trailer giving too much away I've seen in a while. For old? Yeah, it feels yeah. like we got all the big moments in the trailer, because I'm like, oh yeah, I, I saw that one. But like the way that the trailer was cut was so interesting for old. And I thought I was like, okay, this looks interesting enough to go see. Yeah, and the I'll, premise, the premise itself, like sold, sold the movie for me from the trailer. But they didn't have to show everything that they showed. All they had to show was the aging part because that's the interesting part. That yeah, that that was the interesting part for sure. Because like we said, the premise is there, the 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 outline is there. I just don't think it was like in ways it was executed well. But in other ways, I think the um, the editing was really, really rough for me. Like, I don't know what was going on with that. And then a little bit of the Michael Bay shaky camera was there from time to time. He definitely took some risk with some of the, the camera shots and camera angles that he that he got. Yeah. Some of it paid off, but some of it was just a little too long. Yeah. Like big, big risks. <laughs> but um, again, and there were performances that I enjoyed, but. Others, I kind of just like chuckled to myself because like, like we said in the, um, you know, in the group chat with um, everyone else, you said it was like, you know, it, that the acting wasn't, it, it's like, it's like the acting was so bad that it was entertaining. I believe that's what yeah, you for, said. For a few of the characters. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm definitely with you there, but I felt like I was in, I felt like I was in a time loop, honestly, while watching this film and, you know, we'll get into spoilers here in a bit, but um, but yeah, like it was, it was a movie for sure. And like we, like you said, the, the trailers, it's the one thing that draws you in because it has all like the shocking awe moments and what have you. But, and I kind of was waiting for those to pop up, but like they didn't have the same effect as I was watching the movie. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I, I thought didn't have to, we'll talk about it in spoilers, but there was a few key ones that they really shouldn't have shown. Yeah. Like big, big key ones. And I, I feel like with this film, if he, like you said, if he would have shown less then it would have had a bigger effect, but I got to say, I, I will say the, um, there were some good humorous elements. Like the theater we were in had some good laughter going. Oh, mine did not laugh at all <laughs> but you probably saw it with a bigger crowd i saw it midday today <laughs> so yeah, it's probably just a few people yeah i think there was ooh, maybe like 10 12 of us total if that kind of spread out throughout throughout the theater i mean it, it was nice to see it like in theaters um i definitely probably would have turned it off if, if it was at home like but it, it wasn't to the point it wasn't like hellboy like the new hellboy bad where i just walked out um, but it, it can be interested and in only for the reason as to who is behind everything. So yeah, it's, that's what is, that's what he's known for. He's you, the twist at the end. Was it? It's what, tw- what draws you in. It was a, 
okay twist. But before we begin, before we get any more ahead of ourselves, let's get into our spoiler section. So that is your first spoiler warning. Again, we're getting into our spoiler section for M. Night Shyamalan's old movie. I'm such a geisha, Devin. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but... Devin. So the twist at the end, it was like a, I guess a scientific, like a, a survey or like a study group. A ph- it's a basically a pharmaceutical company. Yeah. A pharmaceutical company is testing out those who have specific like illnesses and um, conditions. And I, I guess it was more of, Hey, let's, you know, Whatever the whatever caused the aging to happen within what you can get like an entire lifetime within, I think they said like 24 hours, 24 hours. Yeah, within 24 hours. So it was kind of like, I guess, testing on those who have these conditions and seeing how it affects them throughout an entire lifetime. But like, I mean, it, it is an interesting moral dilemma. I mean, from the pharmaceuticals perspective they're saving possibly millions of lives by testing on a few people in order to get their new medications into the into the world but obviously the their way of doing it is horrible and killing innocent people right and that's where because it kind of like i guess you can call it morally gray it's you know it's it's tampering with people's lives and you know, picking out the few and kind of like even like targeting them even before they come to the resort. Because I think the main family, the mother who had the tumor in her side, who cheated on her husband, I was like, I thought it was something totally different that happened. And then I'm like, oh, so the mom is just that much of a, you know, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was the, the main family obviously was more. It's. I think the mom said that she saw it from like a coupon when she went to the grocery stores, like some kind of sweepstakes that they um that she found and kind of entered them into having. And you know, we we get we get to the resort and it's so it, it's paradise. It's honestly like one of the oh, it's too good to be true type things. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's also uh, it's also weird that they even include the kids at all. Like, what's the reason? <laughs> They don't have to. So they can escape, it's Devin. Like, it's not like they give them medication. Yeah, that they is give true. The adults some medication, but they could have spared the kids. But I guess that's kind of pointing to them being on the more evil side. Is that why they said no kid? Well, because okay, the, the dad was joking. Yeah, but like in the trailer, it made it seem like oh, like no kids on the beach, and that makes more sense as to hey, you know, this pharmaceutical company only needs those who have these illnesses or these conditions not the kids so why would you bring the kid like why would they let them bring the kids to begin with it doesn't make any sense you know what i mean i mean i I guess i I don't know i mean like maybe that's just me overthinking it but yeah i i can definitely see like it it in a way like it makes perfect sense from like a scientific standpoint it's like oh they can they have all this research that they can get out of one person, you know, throughout their entire life. And then, you know, everything else that happens with like, just, 
with uh, the Parkinson's, I believe they, they kind of found somewhat of a cure for that um, with, uh, with one of the, one of the residents and <laughs> epilepsy. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. It was epilepsy. My, my bad. Um, but her husband, <laughs> He was like, I, I was a, a swimmer in high school. I can make it. He was, he was so bland, but it was so funny. Like, I was like, is you know what? He gave a better performance than LeBron James in Space Jam A New Legacy. So the doctor, or not the doctor, the the husband of the epileptic woman and yeah. the main two parents, I thought were very hilariously not great actors. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the main two men, <laughs> especially the father. Uh, I think his name was Guy, and yeah. <laughs> I liked him though as a character. But like, it was just—I mean, it, you're, you're more worried about the kids because they go through their own transformations. You know, you, you have uh, the main family; they they have a little boy and um, their older daughter. Um, I actually forgot the names, but uh, they actually said them quite a lot too. Maddox and Trent. Trent. Okay. Matt Maddox. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Maddox and Trent. So Maddox was played by, um, well, the, the mid Maddox, I guess. I think she was like 14, supposed to be playing a 14 year old. Cause I think Thomas and McKenzie is like 20, 21, something like that. But she was playing like a 14 year old. Um, so, I mean, she, I thought she was, you know, good in the parts that she was in like it was kind of like you said more of like mixed talent all over together um but hey i mean can't knock the hustle you gotta you gotta <laughs> take what you can get sometimes but like it is such a 50 50 shot with m night Shyamalan because it's it's like hey it's like here's your contract you can either it's it, it's it's a coin flip it's like hey like either this movie is going to turn out to be really great like signs or splits or unbreakable or it's going to completely this train wreck like old or glass or enter or, or avatar last airbender. Is, I think this was definitely better than glass. Absolutely. I, I do. I do agree with that. <laughs> glass glass started off very interesting and then it just tanked in the third act. but I did enjoy. This is one of his quote unquote better films. Um, you know, and I, I would never want to drag it through the mud, but like, I just <laughs> like, I, I mean, think you did tell people not to watch it. I told our friend group not to watch it because, because they, they will get so mad if, if we tell them, Hey, you should watch this movie and then them not end up liking it. You, you think Ethan, Ethan would not like that movie whatsoever, <laughs> but I don't know. We'll see. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, I think that, they just don't like going to the movies in general. You know what? That's a very good point. But yeah, like, I mean, to our friends, our like close friends, I would say do not watch it. But to listeners out there who are interested in M. Night Shyamalan and who are film fans, you know, all the sorts, definitely check it out. If you're interested, definitely, definitely check it out. But yeah, I, to, get to the, the big issue of the trailer, like, the pregnancy really should not have been shown because that I would have know. been shocking. That would have been that would have been pretty shocking. The way the way he framed it and to pan down and see her pregnant, like yeah. they, the fact that they they got it on in the tent is <laughs> wild. As they were aging, I was like, they're spending like that's wild, way too much time together. 
And yeah, like <laughs> it was like the little side conversation. He's like, I thought it was a, he's like, I thought it would take like 10 times. He's like, it only takes one son. <laughs> yeah. It only takes one. But yeah, but they, they should not have shown that. They shouldn't have shown her uh, falling. falling off the cliff. And then yeah. they shouldn't have shown the, the guy dying with the rusted knife. Oh yeah. The, the British guy. Cause his, yeah. Cause it was his mom, his probably like his third, fifth wife or whatever. Yeah. And then she was, she was in a uh, Lovecraft country. I she was. Her. Yes, she was. Yeah. Yeah. I recognized her as well. I recognize the British guy from somewhere as well, but I can't put a uh, peg on his name, but yeah. I think, uh, yeah. I don't know where he's from. Let's see. Yeah. But yeah, De- De- Devin's the, uh, <laughs> Devin's the quiz master over here. So let's, uh, in, in, in spirit of the quiz master. Who's in the father? Oh, nice. <laughs> was he really? Was he was in the father. He wasn't. That's right. He played the husband to uh, Olivia Coleman. That's right. That's where I remember him from. That's where I'm. Yeah. That, that's what I thought. Yeah. But um, yeah, overall, like it was. It <laughs> I was just like, I was like a little bit mad at the end because I thought it was going to end in like five different spots. And then it just kept going. And I was like, it wasn't that I was bored. I was just expecting it to end because he does have these arbitrary, you know, endings, but I guess, you know, you, you have to bring the man down and thank God that police officer was at the resort or else, you know, nothing would have happened, but I really liked the connection between Trent and um, his friend that he met, uh, yeah, that was that was really cool. Yeah, that was cool. And what, that was one of the funny parts. There were like I just think there were like a lot of kind of low key funny parts. I loved mid sized sedan being the rapper's name. <laughs> yeah, it's right. that was amazing. How did you think of his? Ref- he was like it wasn't that he was stiff, but it it was like they told him he just, just seemed out of it. Yeah, like completely out of it. Like he was in it for like a little bit, but like you thought that. Obviously, you know, they tried to peg it to where him and this girl that he was uh, hanging out with, you know, he thought that they thought that he killed her. And then, you know, you you see that even when her body, when they find her dead body and then later on where she's just nothing but skeleton. And I, I really like that, that brought out the dark side of the doctor. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I did like the the prof- <laughs> the professions in a way. <laughs> Because the Asian guy who was a nurse. <laughs> oh my gosh. He was like, I used to swim in high school. I can make it. He was, he's like, in five minutes. He's like, it's okay. I'm a nurse. <laughs> I'm like, cool, bro. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> but it was, but he, his character was so, like, his heart was in the right place. And, you know, it, it was just weird how they had this, like, study group i thought it was i didn't think it was more like a pharmaceutical thing i thought it was some kind of like a not ancient like power just some some kind of weird um mythos out there but i guess it still kind of is it's just like the pharmaceutical company abusing it yeah 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 that's right because towards the end of the movie we did see that they had like one of the rock uh a slab of the rock like inside of a case and yeah. it was giving off some kind of energy. So I guess they were using it to their advantage there. But yeah, um, there's anything else you wanted to kind of touch on. Uh, my, my, my laptop's battery's dying. So we, we got to wrap up here. <laughs> uh, 
I just the, I think the the biggest laugh in the theater was the cave scene with the doctor's wife, where she was just <laughs> breaking down and freaking out because her bones were dying and regrowing. She was so that got, frail. I got like roaring laughter. Did it really? It reminded, it reminded me of the the uh, the sex scene in Midsummer. Where the theater just breaks out in laughter. Oh, it's not, yeah. It's not necessarily what they were going for, I don't think. But no. it was very entertaining. Yeah. I, I, I still can't believe those kids got it on in the tent. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was it, it, it was weird because it was like they were hitting puberty pretty much at the if, same time. If they time. didn't show that in the trailer, I feel like my jaw would have dropped when I saw that. Yeah. And like, because it was weird because some of the, ed- the editing was just kind of strange, but I can see what he was trying to do. He was trying to like hide, like, Oh, like you can hear the voices of the kids as they're older, but you don't see them until later on. And, but I think the trailer did a better job than the movie. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, yeah. They, I mean, they, they have to show that part in the trailer and that kind of takes away from the reveal in the movie, but they definitely should have hid the other stuff for sure. Yeah. It was I do like the overall message of just like, just don't take life for for granted and don't hold grudges. Like that is we have yeah. a little time. Yeah, for, for sure. Like, yeah, I, I did. I did like the message. I was, I was just like, it's, it's interesting, but like, it's still, it's one of the worst movies I've seen this year, but it's not the worst. I can't go that far. I just don't think it was bad. I, I, it's, I, I don't know what it is. I was just like, maybe it was, Maybe it was just a story because, like, I, I, like I said, I, I thought it was going to end like five different times, and it just didn't. But I wasn't mad that I was sitting there. I was just like, "This is just a really odd movie." But, I did think there. I didn't think it was ending multiple times, but it didn't like extend by like multiple minutes. It was just like within a quick period. Yeah, yeah. Because towards the end, when um, uh, the the two main kids of, of the main family, uh, Trenton, um, I'm. We, oh my gosh, blanking, blanking on Thomas and McKenzie's character's name, but you know Maddox. what? Matt Maddox, Maddox. I never heard of that name before. Um, but yeah, like towards the end, like you think that they die. It's like, well, we haven't seen the body yet, so they'll probably end up. But I was yeah, trying to guess get, how it was going to end. Mastermind M Night. I just it's so <laughs> hilarious that he made himself like the main bad guy, yeah. or like one of them. I'd be like if Quentin Tarantino made himself the main villain of his movie. Yeah, I like, mean. Yeah, he always puts himself in his movies, but mm-hmm. he gave himself a lot of screen time this time around. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I didn't think M Night like did a bad. Like he was just he actually yeah. isn't a bad actor. No, no, not at all, not at all. But yeah, like I, I thought he did a fine job. But uh, any user, um, <laughs> there is a red flashing light on my MacBook, so <laughs> we're gonna wrap up here, Devin. What would you give M Night Shyamalan's latest film? old what would you rate it out of our grading system i was gonna go with around a 65 so right in the d range similar to space jam actually okay um, where i was entertained but i could definitely see the flaws i was gonna go well i gave i gave it a one star on letterbox yeah you have to convert that (laughs) to 20 percent. 20 okay i didn't think it was that exactly I was going to go around like the 50, like just a solid 50. Like, like I said, it was not the worst movie I've seen. Yes. I told our friends not to see it because 
every time like we tell them to go see something they just end up not liking it and it's like they, they, they hated midsummer that was the biggest one uh, i know like i mean obviously they'll go see anything like you know marvel related or superhero related but it's like they, they they end up not really liking it either so it's like it doesn't even matter what we recommend or what we say because they're just gonna hate it so that's why i said don't go see it because Ethan's going to be like, what is this? But anyway, it is what it is. But yeah, so I'm sitting at, at 50. So I guess converting that to letterbox. Two and a half. Uh, ooh, that's too high for me. <laughs> for letter, It's weird because it's like letterbox scores. You can't really like it would be nice to have like a clear, consistent, like overall, like when when it comes to rating, but it's so hard sometimes because yeah, I like doing stars because yeah. Cause star, like, I, I don't think stars can necessarily equate to like the ABC, you know, like grading system. I think it, it's more of just like a numbered kind of sorta. I'm actually looking at the Metacritic right now and <laughs> this is a bit much, but the guardian gave it a hundred. <laughs> No, they did the perfect film. Oh my gosh. What did IMDb give it? They gave it 6.2 out of 10. IGN gave it a 70. I do not listen to anything IGN does when it comes to this stuff. The Guardian just thinks it's (laughs) pizza. (laughs) I I don't listen to anything that IGN does movie wise because they literally said that the finale of Loki was like lackluster. I'm like, okay, you guys need to stick to video games for the love of God. But so the tomato meter for old right now for critics is sitting at a 55% audience is sitting at a 57. So congratulations. This is the one movie where critics and fans can kind of like, you know, coexist and agree on something. So yeah, I will fall within that 50 range. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 100, uh, one hour and 48 minutes runtime. So, uh, if you want to go see it, if, if you enjoy M. Not Shyamalan, definitely go see it. You know, we're not here to drag a film through the mud, we're just here to give our thoughts and to, you know, tell you the business. So, that pretty much concludes our review of old, as I said before, before we got on that little bit more of a tangent. But, uh, really quick before we close out here, what's coming up on the pod. We have um, our Suicide Squad review that will be dropping um, hopefully um, the day or two after uh, we see the film. And we have our Marvel's What If series that is coming up um, as well as, oh, my gosh, next week, Devin, you know what next week is? Time to get green. Time to get to the green night. I'm very, very excited. Heard nothing but praise. I've heard some uh, very good uh, initial reactions of that film. So I'm very, very excited for that. So Green Knight's coming up next week. I believe the week after that is when Marvel's What If series uh, begins. Uh, We might have to change that schedule a little bit because I'm getting my Whitson teeth taken out. So, (laughs) but uh, we're getting old. Yeah, I know, right? I should have gotten these taken out a while ago. But I also want to mention the makeup was like really impressive. Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. I will say that. I, I will say that. And then there was that one nice moment between the two main parents where, you know, they kind of, I guess, found peace in a way. But yeah, yeah. don't hold on to grudges. Yeah, that is very, you very true. You forget them when you're old. <laughs> He's like, what are we talking about here, Shani? I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> How many times have to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> the future is now, old man. <laughs> But yeah, so those are some things coming up on the podcast. And go check out our Space Jam A New Legacy review that we did with Patrick Beattie. Um, that was our previous episode that we did. And that that pretty much concludes the episode. So we'll see you guys later. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian and we'll see you guys next time.